Welcome to the Faithful Fathering Podcast. This is Rick Wirtz, founder and president of Faithful Fathering, where we encourage and equip dads to be faithful fathers, to prioritize physical presence, be engaged emotionally, and lead spiritually by example. In this series, we're uh, opening up the door to some Q&A time, some questions you may have as a dad, and uh, we welcome any kind of feedback or uh, drop us a message as uh, further questions you may have, and if if these answers resonate with you as well. Welcome. Men are naturally lonely uh, as they focus on providing uh, more than anything else. What's the best way for a man to connect with other men and how important is it? It's, uh, it's huge. Uh, one of the issues is that uh, we do take providing as a, a personal uh, challenge, right? And uh, typically that's financial providing. And so if we, depending on the uh, uh, earning potential of our, of our craft, whether it be executive or, uh, or uh, uh, technical uh, service, the question is, uh, you know, what is uh, adequate financial provision? You know, a lot of times dad will take a second job or he'll work longer hours so that he can provide uh, beyond what the uh, basic provision is from his, uh, with the earning potential that his particular craft has. Uh, and that's a, that's a challenge when we get over uh, focused on that financial provision piece. I always say it's not what you earn, it's what you spend. And so uh, the managing that cost side of the equation is just as uh, important as what the income is. And uh, I'm, you know, that's where I lean on my procurement officer, my bride, is uh, our, she covers the cost side of the equation well so that we can live within our means and uh, move forward from there so that, that I'm not over-focused on, mm-hmm. on the financial provision side, but I realize that provision is multifaceted. I have many jobs as a dad to provide, and that's provide uh, vision, that's provide priestly blessing, uh, that's provide spiritual leadership, uh, that's provide the love that our children need. It isn't just financial provision. So when I have uh, looked to other men, you know, I, uh, I always think, uh, re, you know, we challenge dads that, you know, the devil can take what you mean as good to be uh, bad. And so uh, as you work harder and harder, he finds way to, ways for you to spend money in different ways. And so you have to get, it just begins a cycle. So we have to rebuke that. And the best way to rebuke that is to have brothers in Christ hold you accountable because uh, the, the key is to find, again, those brothers that are uh, uh, spiritually, equally yoked spiritually and uh, uh, can hold, hold each other accountable. So finding those brothers that, uh, uh, that you can be vulnerable with, I, I, I always uh, call them vulnerability or battle buddies uh, because uh, accountability doesn't necessarily always work. You can be, men will be accountable to lies they tell each other. Uh, so the key is to have some brothers that you can be vulnerable with that, uh, yes, I got caught by that, uh, that pop-up on my screen. I went down the wrong, wrong rat hole, you know, uh, or I got caught by uh, uh, stopping at a, a bar on the way home, or I got caught by uh, a, a gambling, uh, you know, a, a, an in inclination to gamble, and I got caught. So, you know, having brothers that you can be vulnerable with to say, you know, this is not complementing the priorities I want to raise my family under. Please uh, help me rebuke this and, uh, and hold me accountable. Ask me, you know, we have to have brothers that you can ask, uh, whatever those vulnerabilities are, you have to have brothers to say, uh, you know, you, are you clean? And, uh, and then you can ask them as well, are you clean? You know, are we, are we holding each other accountable to, uh, 
to make sure that uh, uh, we don't go down the wrong trail and uh, and cost you know cause damage to our relationships with our kids, relationship in marriage or whatever. Uh, so with that, uh, one way to establish those battle buddies is to do a study together. Uh, it can be a Bible study. Uh, Faithful Fathering has several studies available on the website, faithfulfathering.org. You hit the For Dads button, and uh, there are several studies, that uh, little five, six-week studies can kind of start to build the momentum of uh, what, what it means to be uh, talking about biblical things uh, as far as your role as a dad and as a husband and as a, uh, as a man. So that's, that's one thing that uh, brothers have brought to me over the years is brothers I can be vulnerable with uh, and, and connect with. So those groups are, are tremendously important to my life. Uh, 30 years ago, I was challenged that uh, most men have uh, a friend that they can call uh, at 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I'd correct that. He said, most men can count on one hand the number of friends they can call uh, at 1 o'clock in the morning saying, hey, I'm struggling. Will you uh, we go have a cup of coffee? Uh, at that time, I, could, I had no friends I could call. And it is, uh, as I talk to other friends, uh, it is very rare. That, uh, that a man will have that kind of a friend, even one friend, that he can call at any time and just say, hey, brother, can we go have a cup of coffee or can I talk with you a minute? And uh, so it's important to, to, you know, today I have uh, many small groups that I lean on and uh, we mutually depend on each other for uh, good health and well-being in our marriages and our relationships and our, and our relationship with the world so that uh, we have uh, established guidelines and uh, bumpers, if you will, to keep us on in, in the lane to uh, live life well. Uh, you know, we always, uh, uh, always draw the analogy of the relay race and passing the baton well to the next generation. You gotta stay in the lane. If you step outside that lane, uh, compromising your relationship in marriage, compromising your relationship, uh, you know, the, the with in, with the world, uh, to with your children, then you're outside that lane. You get disqualified. It doesn't mean you can't get back in your lane. It just means that uh, there's some collateral damage now that needs to be dealt with. And uh, those battle buddies can help. Uh, I've seen them uh, purge addictions. I've seen them uh, save marriages, and I've seen them heal family relationships. And uh, that's our charge as men, is to make sure that uh, we, we don't cause that collateral damage any more than we, uh, than we do as a function of, uh, uh, of the, the battles that we face day in, day out. Because we're going to take body blows. We're going to get knocked down. Uh, the devil wants us to stay down. Battle buddies give you a hand up. So find those men that will hold you accountable, that you can be vulnerable with. Vulnerable to and uh, vulnerable with and accountable to are the way we define a battle buddy. I'm kind of mumbling on there. I'm sorry. No, no, that was good. That was good. And it's something that men overlook. I, I do have friends I can call at 1 a.m. in the morning. Good. That's good. <laughs> Number nine, how important is it for dads to lead their families in faith at church and at home? How important is it for dads to lead their families in faith, in church, and at home? Well, uh, years ago there was a study done that uh, said that when moms lead the way to church, 8% uh, of the time, 3 to 8% of the time, children will stay in the faith as they mature. 
if, uh, if a child leads the way to the church, uh, leads a family to church because of a healthy youth group or interaction with other friends, then about 35% of the time, uh, the kids will stay in the faith as they enter adulthood. When a dad leads the way to church, and I'm not just talking uh, looking good and walking into church and walking out of church, I'm talking about leading the way to church, being involved in church, uh, involved in the youth group, uh, leading spiritual discussion at home uh, in between Sundays. Uh, when a dad does that, kids will stay in the faith as adults 93% of the time. So uh, that's pretty powerful, and uh, that's a validation that, you know, that when the Lord shares the moniker Father with us, then he instills a power uh, in the Father that uh, is meant to be for good. Unfortunately, that power is also wielded for bad sometimes when we don't take responsibility, when we don't face that responsibility uh, that we're granted as uh, to bring a young generation up to raise that godly generation as Malachi 2.15 calls us to. Uh, you know, that's, the, that's where Malachi says, uh, the God Lord says, marriage, is, uh, marriage to that uh, bride of your youth, why is that important? Uh, why are they considered one? As uh, Genesis 2.24 says, that they, uh, they, for this reason you will leave your mother and father, you will unite with your wife, and you will become one. Well, Malachi 2.15 says, why one? And it says, for the sake of raising godly offspring. That's our responsibility, and that's why he blesses that when it goes well, that children will stay in the faith 93% of the time when dad leads as he is called to lead. So, yes, fathers are important, and we are to lead the way to church and lead the way spiritually by example in the home day in, day out. All right, the last one. What are three things a man can do this week to be a better father? What are three things you can do this week to be a better father? Uh, the first, of course, is always to pray with and for your wife and children every day. Uh, that's uh, prayer over the years has been uh, the number one feedback. Uh, dads will come up to me years after I've challenged them to pray for the child that may have been a wayward child, may have been a strained relationship, and uh, the Lord has brought healing. Uh, so praying, uh, that power of prayer is very real and something we're to live into day in, day out. Spending your personal time in Scripture, uh, again, that's a charge uh, to to pick out that scripture that hits you that day and pray through that scripture across the day. That's uh, something you can do. And finally, uh, date your wife this week or schedule one-on-one -on -one time with one child this week and uh, have that one-on-one uh, -on -one time. And uh, I'd always say start with your bride because that uh, otherwise she gets jealous and you don't want a jealous wife. But uh, always start with your bride to have that one-on-one -on -one time. And uh, that, that reminds your children uh, not only is it an added, added hubby to, uh, to date your bride, but it also reminds your children that the world doesn't rotate around them. They rotate, they rotate around the marriage. You know, uh, sometimes, uh, and, and I think it's a natural thing, we try so hard to help our children that inadvertently we, the marriage in, ends up rotating around the children. And uh, we have to be careful with that. We have to remind the children that they rotate around the marriage. The marriage is the uh, foundation for the family. 
And so that priority in marriage. And, and then the fourth bonus, I always, you know, if you give me three, I'll take four. So the fourth bonus, of course, is to eat dinner together as a family five times this week.